0: A rock and roll legend band is going to the dark side. Nessie caught skinny dipping in China well China just won't have it. They've got their own 50 foot water monster that demands to be seen. And Uri Geller? Well, that son of a bitch just can't stay out of the news. We've got so much to discuss right here on the very best in paranormal programming. I'm Dave Schrader and this is the Paranormal 60 News. Evening, my little darklings, and welcome. No green screen background, nothing to separate me from you, except for my co-anchors on tonight's program, ladies and gentlemen. Help me welcome the paranormal detective himself, Greg Lawson. No, he's not. Uh, he's not here. Okay, all right, well, ladies and gentlemen, America's greatest hero, FEMA warrior, and now he's back where he belongs. The Colonel. No, he, could, he couldn't he make it either? All right. Well, then, ladies and gentlemen, because by default, he is my last friend, I bring to you the one, the only, the man with the plan and a matching wall, Chachi. Hi, Chachi. Look who's here. Look who's here.
1: Yeah. I'm not going to let you down, buddy.
0: No, I know you're not. You know, it's just, uh, what is this, like uh, week number four where it's just you and I, and I'm starting to like it. Starting to settle in,
1: and you know the listeners are saying the same thing, or so I've been told. So I've
0: been told theoretically. Theoretically, you have got uh, we've got a lot of cool stuff going on. But check it out. All right, so today I head off to Vernal, Utah, for the Phenomicon event that we've been talking and discussing, and uh, it's going to be an amazing event. So many of you I wish could be there to meet me, but. That means that I had to be creative for the next couple of weeks. So I did some pre-recording, Chachi, so that because I love these people, there will be brand new episodes for all of our viewers. How do you do that? Check the, I, I can't tell you, but I can tell you this. Guess who's joining me Monday, September 11th? Mm. <clears throat> I say Dave Lawson. Dave Lo- no who the hell is Dave Lawson?
2: <laughs> I, I, I don't
1: know somebody just came up with
0: <laughs> Yeah no that wasn't much of a creative jump there taking my name and Greg's last name <laughs> that was good. No I've got I've got somebody who's a little bit cooler than that uh Knights of Terror and Dead Files Jack Osborne and my sister from another Mr Cindy Kaza will be on hand next Monday and then on check the this out for show? next Yes two too two too talent two in one show For one I agree And then next Wednesday, since we'll have no news, we do have Paranormal Encounters. We've got some of the coolest stories I've been able to call together with Mindscape sounds, special effects, and music to give you an eerie night where you can turn down the lights, light the candles, turn up the sound, and sit back and enjoy. And then the following week, I'm going to be joined for After Death. Our guests are filmmakers Stephen Gray, Jens Jacob, and Jason Pamer. They will be on hand as we talk about their new documentary, their film that will be hitting uh, multiplexes and theaters across the world in October. It is After Death, the movie. It is an examination of what happens when we die, a deep dive with science and firsthand accounts. It's going to be an amazing movie. I got a chance to watch it the other day myself. Love it. You're going to love it, too. And then in the second half of that show, uh, psychic medium Amy Christine will join me and talk about her near-death experience. So that's what's on tap. And then the following Wednesday after the After Death show, we've got more paranormal encounters, more mindscape stories to share with you. And uh, hopefully that puts me back on the 25th Back live right here with John L. Tenny as my special guest.
1: How are you getting all these incredible guests? I got, I got, I bet junk. you mm-hmm. just came back for some really good paracons. I bet
0: that's how. As soon as they think that Greg and, and uh, the Colonel quit the show, everybody's <laughs> willing to come on. I don't, I don't understand it. <laughs> oh, oh my, <laughs> no, starting, that's not starting off, that's not tonight, the truth. Guys. <laughs> it's the truth. All right. Uh here we go. Yeah. Okay. Let's get started. We've got a lot of all news right. to cover uh on this program, and we've got a lot of pictures to go with a lot of news on this program. So, Chachi, where are you going to begin for this evening?
1: Well, first off, I love reading pictures. Let's start with any photographs you have. Duran Duran, one of the greatest bands of all time. That's them. Yes. Wow. Mm-hmm. Now I'm looking at that picture going, is that them today or 30 years ago?
0: <laughs> I think it's I think it's wishful thinking. I think that's probably about 10 to 15 years ago, maybe 20, 25, 30, 40, 50 years tops. Uh, They're vampires, (laughs) though. I've seen them live in concert. I just (laughs) saw them at the State Fair. They don't look much different than this, although I will say that Nick Rhodes is becoming more and more a stand in for um, Andy Warhol. Oh, the gentleman on the far right
1: there. Yes, indeed
0: yeah with his all he needs is the big glasses and we would have Andy andy warhol's return man that's a good looking band
1: and yeah. simon the bond what a great lead singer name right
0: yeah amazing right. the strength to his voice after all these years of singing and they've never really taken a break as a band they've always been out there in some new iteration and it's it's exciting paper gods they're uh they're Oh no, no, I'm sorry. Not paper gods. Uh, days of future past, future past. I can't remember the name of the newest album that just came out. Yeah. Future past is the concert tour that I, that you and I just had a chance to see with Nile Rogers and chic opening up for them. And that was a fun band too. Man, it was amazing. How many songs Nile Rogers has produced, created and put out there with some of the biggest swingers in the rock and roll and uh, music industry. I didn't know those people were swingers, but that's interesting to note. Well, you know, they're swinging for the fences. Yeah.
1: i tell you what. Yeah. I, we didn't see them together, sadly, but we did no. see them apart. And, uh, those, mm-hmm. those bands were fantastic. And just yep. one note, since the, uh, the Colonel's not here for those of you never asked the Colonel to take a photograph for you. I was lucky enough <laughs> to kind of almost slide sort of side stayed backstage after, uh, Nile Rogers came off the stage and kind of yelled over to him. Wanted to meet him. I said, Marty, take a picture. I'm getting ready to meet Nile Rogers. I reach out, I shake my hand, I turn to look at the camera. Mr. Rogers says, thanks for coming out, walks away. I am stoked, I just met Nile Rogers. And someday we'll actually have to show the photograph. Somehow the only photograph picture that Mr. Colonel took, Mr. Colonel, Mr. Marty took, was the back of my head and my arm reaching out to Nile Rogers. So if you know the back of my head, like some do, you'll know it's me. Otherwise, it's just Nile Rogers with some guy's head in his way. No. Kidding. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Colonel. Thanks, Colonel.
0: <laughs> Thanks, Colonel.
1: All right. All so right, back to get. the news story. Yes, yes. Duran Duran. Duran Duran have announced the release of their sixteenth studio album, Dance
0: Macabre. Dance Macabre. Dance, Dance Macabre. How do you? How yeah, would you say? Sure. Have a drink for each one of the ways you said it. Dance, macabre. I think that's the fancy English way, right? Dance, macabre. But since we can't be certain, let's just have shots for everybody for all three (laughs) versions he threw out Guys,
1: when's the last time the first story got three shots in the first sentence? You're very welcome. Yeah, Uh, That's due out October 27th, which, of course, is very close to Uh, Halloween.
0: Halloween. Yeah, Halloween.
1: And So. so Halloween is actually the key theme of the album. Which not only features a batch of new songs, but also a number of fun guests and several covers, including tunes by the recent hit maker, Billie Eilish, the longtime hit makers, Talking Heads, and people that have, I think, done an album or two, uh, The Rolling Stones.
0: I not, familiar.
1: Not, not, yeah, not familiar. Yeah, I, 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 no. I wanted to say more, but I didn't know what else to say. Are um, those
0: some of those new young upstarts opening up for Taylor <laughs> Swizzle?
1: I, I think they opened for Billie Eilish, yeah. Uh, yeah right along with the album announcement though the band has also shared that the record's title track dance macabre Mm -hmm. as a lead single with a fittingly spooky video to accompany it
2: Mm.
1: the halloween theme was inspired by duran duran's 2022 halloween show in which they employed glorious gothic visuals that was not my word although i wish it was and a number Mm -hmm. of fun cover songs to create a dark soundtrack of horror and humor as the band's nick rhodes explained that evening inspired us to explore further and to make an album using halloween as the key theme which personally i think more bands should do it has also resulted in something none of us could have ever predicted now i'm gonna let you in a little bit of information here you'll be the first to know Mm -hmm. some of the covers on the album include Mm -hmm. these are very very halloween themed okay billy eilish's bury a friend talking heads psycho killer fantastic song the Rolling Stones again the the painted black I think is what it's saying I mean,
0: yeah no, not you know? familiar
1: okay uh, sushi and the banshees spellbound wait so wait Rolling wait Stones. wait 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 no roll
0: it back who in the banshees Susie and the banshees you said sushi. <laughs> Sushi and the Banshees. I was supposed to have that for lunch Have a drink, everybody. Have a drink. Oh,
1: guys, I'm sorry.
0: Susie and the Banshees. It's been a long Uh, day. Mm. mm -hmm.
1: Saron's Supernature. I honestly don't know that band. Do you know that band? I do. Saron? Not. Not at all. Do not. Uh, Okay. And the special's Ghost Town. There's Mm. even a, and this is probably going to be our favorite track, Rick James-inspired track entitled Super Lonely Freak. <laughs> what a great name. As for collaborators, several notable mm-hmm. guests contributed, including former Duran Duran members, Warren Kukarucha. What's his name?
0: Warren. Warren
1: <laughs> <laughs> The letters just kept going on and on as I was looking at it.
0: Isn't it like uh, Cucciarelli? Now, now Cucur- I, I can't think of how to say it. It's yeah, Cucharillo. So, sure. I'm yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Mr. Have a drink, and Andy, folks. Boy, this <laughs> first story. people are going to be plowed before the end of the first story.
1: Let the super stickers fly. Yes, that's um, right. And it says former member Duran Duran, Andy Taylor, which for those of you that don't know, had some uh, some cancer issues and had to leave the band. But I heard that recently there was some some good news about his cancer prognosis. So hopefully he'll be coming back as well. As my
0: understanding, did you, about, notice that, you know this uh, that? Mm-hmm. Uh, Portion of the proceeds from their concerts have been going to Andy's cancer care.
1: Wow. Well, if you think about yeah. it, I mean, they don't have really health care per se, like, you know, people that are employed do. But I'm no. sure they have to go out and get it on the secondary market and it can't yeah. be easy. So that's awesome. I hadn't heard that. Um, as well as now, Rogers. Due out on the 27th, as I said, pre order is ongoing now. Simon LeBon said it's a crazy Halloween party, it's supposed to be super fun. I will be, you and I were just talking yes. about. Duran Duran's mm-hmm. last cover album, which I think was called Thank You, 15 right. years ago, and what great songs mm-hmm. they had. So,
0: I think that came out in 95. 30 almost years ago? <sighs> oh. Yeah. Is that it couldn't be. be. You song. and I were alive then. There's no way. Exactly. Way <laughs> too young to remember that song and album. Uh Right. Their cover, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. And they actually played one of the new songs. At their live concert That's and they right. had those they had those cool special effects. So like the camera would pan the audience and fans' faces would be turned into like flaming pumpkins or gremlins and I really kind of a that. cool deal. Yeah. So what was the first name first of that song? song? Shoot now, I can't remember. I don't think it was that Doesn't shoot matter. and I don't remember. Yeah. Okay. I don't remember Sorry, either. Durant, but it was Durant. a great song. I loved it. I loved it. All I'm right, final, final question. Oh,
1: yeah. Do you know what Duran Duran meaning is or stands for? I should know this. Yes.
0: Uh, the so. movie Barbarella. Uh, the evil doctor is Doctor Duran Duran. So, they and that's what they named it the from there. Mm-hmm. Now that was. And they've the got a song called Brown. "Electric Barbarella." No, that was is that Jane Fonda. The Pamela Anderson movie? No, no, Jane Jane Fonda. You're thinking Not the same wife. person. No, two totally different people, two totally <laughs> okay. different time trips. Maybe you should slow down on the shot. It was good first you after all. Good God! All right, well, let's uh, let's see what kind of damage I can do to our livers with our next tale. The Loch Ness monster has been caught skinny dipping in some of the most exciting photos ever taken. Oh, behave, uh-huh. baby. That's right, a sighting sighting of the Loch Ness monster captured in photos are being called the most exciting ever by those on the hunt for the mythical creature. The photos were shown a uh, serpent-like animal with its body on the surface of the loch were actually taken in 2018, but uh, photographer Chi Kelly, 51, kept them to herself in fear of public ridicule. However, now that there's this large ongoing search for the water beast, the largest Loch Ness hunt in 50 years, Kelly, a translator, was convinced to put the photos out into the world. She and her husband, Scott, were having lunch at the Doris Inn on the banks of the Loch back on August 13th, 2018, when she began taking photos of the area. I was just taking pictures with my Canon camera of Scott and our daughter, Alisa, who was then five, when about 200 meters from the shore moving right to left at a steady speed was the creature, Kelly told the Telegraph. It was spinning and rolling at times. We never saw a head or neck. After a couple more minutes, it just simply disappeared and we never saw it again. While she couldn't get an accurate depiction of the beast's length, she estimated that the two parts that were visible were about less than two meters long combined. Now, it was making this strange movement on the surface, she told the outlet. We did not hear any sound. There were these strange shapes below the surface, but I could not make out any colors. The water is very dark, as you and I know, Josh Kelly also said, she witnessed the monster moving at a steady speed when she photographed the rare moment and shared the snaps with Steve Feltham, who has dedicated, believe this, 30 years of his life searching for Nessie, ever since quitting his job and selling his Dorset home back in 1991. I don't know what it was, but it was a, a, definitely a creature, an animal. At the time, I did not want to face public ridicule by making the photographs public, said Kelly, adding that she's long believed in the fable Loch Ness Monster, but I don't know what it is. What I saw looked like a serpent. It was definitely a creature, and it was moving. Feltham heralded Kelly's photos as some of the best images he's ever seen. These are the most exciting surface pictures of Nessie I've ever seen. They are exactly the type of pictures I've been wanting to take for three decades. I had to read it with a little anger because I got to believe that's kind of how he really feels. (laughs)
1: It's
0: (laughs) It's rare to see something so clear on the surface, Felton told the Telegraph. We are lucky the Kellys have decided to go public at last. I've met with the Kellys twice and they are absolutely genuine, he continued. I persuaded them that these pictures were so important they need to make them public. They warrant further investigation and it's not Driftwood, it's a moving undulating creature that as of now is totally unexplained. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Yeah. What do you think of that? So taking a look at the humps in the
1: water. It, well, first I mean, it, it made me, oh, it made me a little sad that you read it so well compared to my mistaken <laughs> written sh- shot, but yeah. uh-huh. I, you know, I, I look at that and I said, that is much clearer than the photos from long ago. Right. Um, I, I, that one right there, that's the one. Thank you. Yeah. I, that that's pretty
0: darn clear. There is looks like, what if it's a giant there. crocodile? That's what these pictures look like to me. Some kind of crocodile. Oh. Hmm. hmm. I won't be getting in the old lock anytime soon.
1: <laughs> I wasn't to, anyway, to, but you're fine there. Find out. Yeah. <laughs> so
0: uh, thank you for coming forward and possibly oh. being ridiculed. Not you, uh, to the people that, uh, saw this. Boy, folks, if you thought the first story was tough on poor Chachi, and it was all oh, in words, we're I going know.
1: to China. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to China. China it's for this next slow, slow story. The vote for me to get there.
0: Oh, my goodness. Oh, man. I even
1: looked up the oh. words. I didn't play a what? paranormal detective. Yes, I looked up the words, do the whole okay. Google Translate, wrote mm-hmm. it down, and I'm still
0: going to screw it up. So I apologize. Oh no this, well, this is not intention. don't say that don't put that intention out there chachi if anybody and i mean anybody can nail these words and just motor past them like he owns them <laughs> it's me but you're the second best at it so let's see what you've got for us watch
1: as i motor this is going to be a speed boat my friend okay mysterious 50 foot monster spotted in a lake in china here we go mm-hmm. beautiful mm-hmm. photograph a tourist in China captured a video of what she claimed was a 50 foot long silver air quote monster, breaching the mm. water surface of a small lake long believed to be the home of a mysterious creature that has drawn comparisons to the Loch Ness monster. This is, gets mm. a little weird here, but I'm going to get it right. The okay. woman, the woman,
0: the one wo- that was everyone? the part you were worried about. I was woman? worried
1: because her okay. name is Ms 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 Ms. Ms. right. Ms. right. I believe it's Li, L-I. Okay. I don't think it's Li. No, I, mean, I don't think it's Li. Li. From Shanghai. Claims mm-hmm. she encountered the beast while visiting Lake... Now, when I looked it up, it was mm-hmm. Tian- Tianchi okay. Lake Tianchi, which means, right. this is beautiful, Heavenly Lake, which Aww. is in northwestern China. She saw this on August 31st. She yes. said she was strolling along the lakeshore around 4 p.m., local time, of course, when she suddenly heard what sounded like a fish splashing in the water. She looked into the distance and saw a giant creature in the lake about 600 feet away from her. Okay. Cell phone video that she shot Mm -hmm. shows the still surface of the alpine lake being disturbed by something swimming underneath and causing waves and ripples. After about 10 seconds, the ripples stopped and the lake returned to being as serene as before. And hopefully you're actually watching the video because you can see it is very very serene, but there is a very very long ripple in this lake here. At first, I thought it might be several fish, but upon closer inspection, it was just one long silver-colored fish. The tourist claimed. She added that the unknown aquatic creature was moving in a regular pattern. Pattern? What? Pattern? Pattern
0: throws you all these Chinese <laughs> yeah. words, and See, pattern is the word. I told you Have a
1: spent too much time researching, and it was swimming quite fast. Staff at the scenic area later responded to the monsters, well, she's not a monster, to Lee's monster claims, staying, mm. staying, nope, staying doesn't have a T in it, saying that due to the unclear quality of the video, which actually this is pretty damn clear, and the lack of a precise description, which we know exactly where it is, you could not determine what exactly the creature was. This led me to believe personally, I'm, I'm going off script here for a moment, they got something to hide, because you can see in this picture exactly where she's located. Mm -hmm. And and, in the size. And to say that they could not determine it, uh, eh, I'm not buying it. The staff noted that none of the known fauna, another English word I got right, in Lake Tianchi, including rainbow. Rainbow. (laughs) Nope. Rainbow. Oh, my God. (laughs) That's dang.
0: Chachi, it's the easiest words. What is going on? Is it because your brain is in Chinese word mode? Yes. I'm trying and, to read everything in China. Like regular
1: word. I see. Okay, It's my own fault. Mm-hmm. I took a class and it didn't work. And I keep thinking, you're going to have Jack Osborne and Cindy Caza on them the same night. Dang it. Kesa. I'm not going to be there. <laughs> I read it wrong. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Cindy. Oh, it's not you. It's me. Yeah, All right. Anyways. It, like him. It's definitely me. The rainbow mm-hmm. trout, though, don't exceed three feet. In length. Anybody that fishes, mm-hmm. you are not going to catch a rainbow Duh. trout. Duh. Right. But... Uh, mm-hmm. Here we go, I'm looking ahead, I mm-hmm. shouldn't do that. In the fall of 2020, a worker at the Changbei Mountain National Park filmed a black round object he believed to be a monster floating on the surface of Lake Tianchi, a protected volcanic lake that lies between China and North Korea. A 28 year old person whose first name I cannot pronounce now you're Last starting to channel. You.
0: Uh, now you're starting to channel Greg. Starting to heavy sigh and get bored of your own <laughs> stories. That is not the no, proper way I to do this. I love the story. I uh-huh. love the story. I just I don't like
1: to mess up people's names. That's why I go by Chachi. Uh, he he spotted a seven foot wide creature while filming on that lake in October. The average depth of the lake and this killed me, six hundred and seventy feet, and the deepest <sighs> spot is more than one thousand two hundred and twenty three feet. That's like oceanic. Yeah, didn't have to read that word. Just is in my nice, mind.
0: Nice, the elusive nice, beast.
1: Of, you're welcome. The elusive nice. beast of Tianchi, which has been likened to the Loch Ness monster, was first sighted in 1962. Mm. Since then, dozens of visitors claim to have caught a glimpse of said creature.
0: He does not look like he's almost sixty years old. Me or the creature. Oh, definitely the creature. The creature. Yeah, I get it. I've been on the show a long no. time, it seems. Well, 62. I guess that would make him 60 already, right? Yeah. Give or take. Oh, boy. He's 61 years old. Doesn't look that's it. That's the give or take piece. Okay. Yeah. That's where it gets <laughs> yeah. weird. Um yep. Do I have this in the right order? I feel like this is... Not in the right order. I'd like I a break
1: from reading for a moment. So if you could take <laughs> Would a you? Yeah. yeah. I've got, to,
0: I just have the pictures in the wrong order here is what I said. I need think. to rehydrate here. Yeah. All right. Let me, uh, let me try to find my story, uh, my <laughs> pictures. Okay. So here's the deal. Um, you know, b- before we do that, let's just go ahead. We'll take a quick break. Uh, we'll come back. We'll discuss more. We've got a lot more stories to share. We'll do that right after this. After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when I heard that Mint Mobile wireless plans are just $15 a month, when you purchase a three-month plan, I thought, what's the catch? But after talking to them, it all made sense. There isn't a catch. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service online. They cut out the cost of retail stores, passing those sweet, sweet savings directly to you, my Darklings. It has been such a good change for me. I've saved so much money in switching over to Mint Mobile with all of my family and so many people bleeding me dry... I was so happy to find some relief and Mint Mobile has been that relief valve. Mint Mobile is here to rescue you with premium wireless plans for just 15 bucks a month. So say bye-bye to overpriced wireless plans, jaw-dropping monthly bills and unexpected overages and say hello to relief. Thank you, Mint Mobile, to get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month Go to mintmobile.com slash p60. That's mintmobile.com slash p60. Cut your wireless bills to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash p60. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Hey folks, come on out and see me in Vinton, Iowa. A Walk in the Past, September 30th, 2023, I'll be on hand, along with Josh Hurd. The Horridge House and Vinton Train Depot will be under investigation, and we want you to participate with us. For more information on this exciting opportunity to go stunt with me in Iowa, make sure you go check out www.darknessevents.com. That's darknessevents.com. And still don't have plans for the Halloween weekend? Or maybe you've just been waiting for the right invitation. How about a little trip to Napanock, New York, with me and Scotty the Medium at the haunted Shanley Hotel? I don't think there's anything evil there, but we're going to be on hand investigating October 27th and 28th. We'd love for you to join us. Come on out and have a remarkable weekend with us as we lead into the fall festivities of Halloween. There'll be scary stories. We'll be doing a little ghost hunting and doing some presentations, and we want you to be a part of it. Again, for more information, darknessevents.com. All right, we are back. Thank you so much for being a part of our world. We've got news from around the world to share. And uh, you uh, people keep asking me about the colonel. You keep in touch with the colonel. What's going on in, in his world? How's he doing?
1: Wow. So he was working seven days a week. They've now mm-hmm. got him back to six days a week, 12-plus oh, well, hour days. Um, At his are,
0: advanced you know.
1: age? <laughs> him and the monster are about the same age. That's true.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, mm-hmm. He seems to be doing well. Spirits are up. He's been there, what, I guess three weeks now already, hard Mm -hmm. to believe. Uh, They say he could be there as long as six months. A lot lot of cleanup efforts there. I actually had a really close friend who used to live in Hawaii that went back there uh, to volunteer to help some of her old neighbors. And she said that the locals are really, really banding together and and working together with the the government agencies to try to clean what what is a terrible um, mess up over there, so. I don't know when he's going to be back. He doesn't know when he's going to be mm-hmm. back. Um, I talked to his wife this weekend. She thinks he may be home the first part of December. That's what she'd like to see.
0: Fingers crossed. Uh, and I know, Colonel, you keep checking in on the episodes. Just know we love you. We miss you. All the fans uh, are are pulling for you. Stay safe out there. I know you're doing a lot of good work trying to make sure that people are taking care of, locations are taking care of, wildlife's taking care of. Thank you for the work that you do. And uh, Greg Lawson, he's busy teaching a course. He's he's working, uh, and then right he's going to join actually, me. Think, right? Yeah, right at this exact moment. However, he will be with me in Vernal, Utah, at Phenomicon, uh all weekend this weekend. So, if you are looking to have some fun and you want to get out and you're in the Utah area. We will be there along with many different Bigfoot enthusiasts and TV uh, personalities, uh, UFO enthusiasts and UFO TV personalities. I'll be on hand uh, doing ghost stories and and uh, investigative information. It's going to be a blast. I hope that you'll consider coming out and hanging out with us. Uh, you can get information about that again at darknessevents.com. So uh, this cat just cannot stay out of the news. I think this Uh-oh. is week number three. That the mystic. Uh, I know. I've had a gender, stories on him. Yeah. Yeah. Uri Geller is back, and this time he's claiming that an alien encounter opened him up for his psychic powers and sent him on a mission to share the message that aliens come in peace. And he prophesizes. Who? That's a big word. I don't know that you should be using prophesize. He uh, prophesizes that his visitors and uh, are definitely from another world that they have guided him ever since. And they are set to return in as little as five years. Why do you think, Chachi, if you were a betting man, and and I know you're not, you're very uh, biblical and only drink the juice of of Jesus, the grapes. Was was there no betting in the Bible? (laughs) (laughs) There was none, none whatsoever. (laughs) Uh, If you were a betting man, why do you think Uri Geller says aliens are coming back to earth? Within five years or just in general? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say,
1: let me close my eyes and do a Yuri Geller for a moment. Um, <laughs> I have no idea why he would say it. I got to be honest with you. Yeah, He says I some pretty thinking, crazy things sometimes.
0: I was thinking maybe to see you too, who have now taken up residency in Las Vegas in that sphere. sphere. Oh, that's,
1: yeah, yeah that's, that's awesome. not it.
0: No? That's okay. not it. No. Can I, can uh, I have a hint? It? Can I have a hint? Yes. Uh, it rhymes with, uh, Schmooklier Quar. <gasps> Ooh. Mm-hmm. Nuclear door. Um, yes. No, they're coming to stop nuclear war. To stop, not start. Yeah. No, 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 prevent- no. They're, st- they're our friends, stop. remember? Uri Geller said they're coming here to help us to stop nuclear war. He told a yeah. uh, female he only now feels it's safe to confirm the truth of his own boyhood encounter that took place 71 years ago. I think that's the wrong picture. That's the better one. <laughs> yeah. Look at yeah. that. And I was trying and, to do real fast. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he he kept that shrouded in mystery in order to protect his image from being attacked because that's worked so well. People have been attacking Uri Geller and his abilities ever since he came out and said he had abilities, but I digress. Israeli born Uri is speaking out in the light of growing number of stories about extraterrestrial life. My encounter with aliens is an Arabic garden that led to my psychic powers developing he said. Then later I saw alien bodies in a. US NASA facility but was told to suppress that information and that I could not speak about it. But with all the mounting reports, Uri says he knows he can't hide it anymore. The spoon bender believes the idyllic scenic place where he played as a child and experienced the formative encounter provided the perfect mysterious setting. There was no sound except for the birds and the wind in the trees. And I found peace there. He explained there were beautiful old trees and a high rusted iron fence patched with wood in some places and a little pond near an old house. The garden had grown wild. Some parts were dark for the trees cut off the light in strange, mysterious patches. There I'd feel a total connection with the universe in the darkness Of the deep, deep blue with billions of stars in the Milky Way. I'd see myself going through that universe. I'd hear strange sounds and see brilliant colors. And one day, while Uri was exploring the area, a strange thing happened. Please deposit (laughs) $2.99 for the next four minutes. (laughs) Hold on, I gotta find a quarter. (laughs) Yeah, right? It was late afternoon, but still light. I'd been playing all alone. Suddenly there was a very loud, high-pitched ringing in my ears, he continued. All other sounds stopped. It was strange, as if time had suddenly stood still. The trees didn't move in the wind. Something made me look up towards the sky, and there was a silvery mass or sphere of light. And I remember thinking, what's happened to the sun? Uri revealed that a brilliant white light, which looked like a laser beam, bolted towards him and struck him backwards. There was a sharp pain in my forehead, and then I lost consciousness, he said. I don't know how long I lay there, but when I awoke, I rushed home and told Mother, who was angry and worried. But deep down, I knew something important had happened. Soon after, Uri started developing psychic powers, including being able to read his mother's mind and bending spoons, which is the most ineffectual superpower in the world. <laughs> Seriously. I mean, if there's one thing you'd love to be able to do, right? Like fly, become invisible, run really fast, read no. people's minds. I'm going to bend your spoon. <laughs> it's like totally ineffectual <laughs> as a superpower. No offense, Uri. No, no offense. No. no, just very strange. I All right. Um, He said uh, he knew something important had happened soon after Uri started developing these psychic powers, and uh, he had returned to the garden many times after that, hoping to see the brilliant silvery mass of light, but it never appeared again. Mm. Years later, his account was verified by an Israeli soldier who witnessed Uri's encounter. A retired Israeli Air Force officer contacted me after watching a documentary about me. To my astonishment, he said he'd heard me talk about my experience in the Arabic garden. And he said he knows it's true because he witnessed it, the mystic explained. He went on to explain that he was walking to his parents' apartment, which was on Rothschild Boulevard, when he passed the Arabic garden to his right. He glanced into the garden and saw a little boy with black hair and a white shirt with a huge shimmering sphere of light surrounding him. He watched the boy running away from the light towards an apartment building across the road with the extraordinary light following closely behind the boy. When he entered the apartment doorway, the light exploded on the facade of the building, leaving a dark residue on the wall. He still thinks about that experience often, but in the light of all that's happening, feels like he can confidently classify it as an alien encounter now. He also went on to explain that the knowledge that aliens are set to return came as a strong inner psychic feeling. The prediction is one that could have been instilled in me through an alien contactor, he added. I believe they will return to stop nuclear weapons and the negative stuff going on through the arms race. I've known about the existence of aliens for years, as have many world leaders, but they believe the public were just not ready for it, he warned. The U.S. knows a lot more than it's letting on. Uri said he believes the U.S. is hiding alien technology because they want to weaponize the more sophisticated knowledge to be superior to both Russia and China. It's becoming more and more difficult to suppress this information, and now it's coming out. I'm free to talk about my own experiences, he added. Since the encounter, I felt guided by a higher force, I wake up every morning and when I open my eyes, I'm grateful that I'm connected to something outside myself. The guidance takes different forms. It's invisible, but there. It's like we're all attached to each other with an invisible spiritual thread through which we can transmit and receive information from them up above. Sometimes I'm simply guided to stick with my belief system to know that they exist. Uri is creating the Uri Geller Oracle to help people connect with extraterrestrials, which will be published by Watkins publishing in October of 2024. Mm So is he feeling like he should come forward because of this enlightenment or because he liked to get paid? So so let me ask you, I don't know a lot about Mr. Geller, but, Mm -hmm, um, mm
1: -hmm. I assume you do.
0: You have a bad, he can bend spoons. I don't know if you knew about that. Yeah
1: has he ever made a prophecy that was uh, that actually came true
0: i think he prophesied that the spoon was going to bend and he was right every time and he did yeah and that is we don't yeah i i believe see here's the issue he would be able to bend these spoons and it's believed to be a, an illusion And I actually have an illusionist friend who showed me some of the ways that they do it. And it's the way that the spoon is held sometimes. It it looks like you're waving it in front of you when you're actually pressing it against you and bending the spoon. So it's a really weird Our Our eyes and brain can be tricked so simply. But on the other hand, I actually did a radio interview um, that I hosted on midnight in the desert four years ago. And uh, we had somebody come on to teach us how to bend spoons. And the spoon I was holding bent as did many others. Mine just had a slight curve to it, like other things. And, uh, I had listeners send me pictures. Their spoons were like bent over the top. It looked like the metal had, had, had melted almost and bent over. It was insane. However, I believe it was the amazing Randy who came out on one of the Johnny Carson shows and brought his own silverware. And he said, let's see Randy, uh, you know, bend that and, and, and not Randy, but Uri, Uri could not bend those spoons. Right. I do remember that.
1: Okay. I yeah. just didn't know his claim to fame is bending spoons. Correct?
0: Well, That's I believe he also dowses. I think if I remember oh, correctly, okay. Uri and I don't keep in touch much, but he, I believe he's a professional dowser for water, gold, and oil. And I believe that is how he's made a living most of his life. Oh, and I know, all right. I, again, I, I could be wrong. But I believe that is his. He's a mentalist as well. I believe so. I don't know. I don't. Okay. Know. I, I, I'm I, not going to stop. I need to read up. He's making it, yeah. a living, and I'm doing a podcast for my living room. So with obviously, me, with me, there is that. There is the yeah, upside. Okay. Thank you just for the two for of us. By me. the way, this week, just That's the nice. two of us. I do. And by college. the way, I was very yeah. thankful
1: throughout that story that it was yours. Idyllic, Why is that formative, scenic, all within like five words? Yeah. I was like, "There's no way I could have done that."
0: No. What we should do is I'm going to see, let me, let me reach out. I'm going to see who I had on the show in the past that, uh, did the old spoon bending, and then I'm going to see if I can get them on this show live on a, on a news night and uh, you, me and the Colonel and, and, uh, Uh, what's that other guy's name? (laughs) Greg. Oh, Oh, it's working. It's Yeah, He's being erased from my consciousness. We should all see if we can do this and bend the spoons. I would love that.
1: That'd be so cool. And so when you did it on the last show, were they trying to also teach the listeners at the same time?
0: Yeah, we were all doing it. So listeners were encouraged to get a spoon and do exactly as we were being told, but it wasn't on camera. So this will be the first time we can do it on camera together and we'll truly see who has the more... Mental power of the four of us to bend that spoon. Easier to build a metal spoon or a plastic spoon. I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna. I don't know. Good question. Actually, I I was gonna say I would guess metal, but plastic might. But I think it's got to be a metal spoon. Is the way he teaches you because you hold it. you, You focus your intention and your energy into the said spoon, and the spoon bends. I don't know. It happened. I got to spend on it. Yeah. We'll try it. Like, I'll, like I'll other things you mentioned. Yeah. Maybe in October, because right now oh. I'm just, I'm not going to be around for a while. But I'm you're coming, coming to you, England. I'm coming to Utah. And then I leave uh, Utah on Sunday. I fly home just in enough time to wash my knickers and get back on an airplane <laughs> Monday.
1: <laughs> that's right. Cause you're going to be with Neil's story. So you're definitely going to wear knickers. Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: No doubt. So uh, okay. that's, that's my big plan all right shushy enough trying to kill time so that you don't have to read a story you, you are so good you knew story. exactly
1: where I was going <laughs>
0: I knew exactly I keep looking at
1: the time, going, oh we might not make it tonight oh no we're gonna
0: no yeah we're gonna as a matter of fact we are gonna make it but you know what I'll, I'll tell you what I will do okay. this for you I'll make life okay. just a little bit easier by doing this
3: haunted magazine Issue 38, Hot Summer Frights, is an electrifying edition that will send shivers down your spine. Dive into a world where history and mystery, the normal and the paranormal, intertwine. In the latest edition, we look at the Hell House hauntings, the terror of the Warminster thing, the Borley Rectory, Sin-Eating in Shropshire, and just, what the heck is the Grampus? You can find our magazine at the website hauntedmagazineprintshop.com and selected outlets in the UK, Canada, Australia, and the United States. So grab your copy today. And remember, kids, don't be normal. Be paranormal. Join us for this amazing Paranormal Conference that's being held in a haunted school in Glen Beulah, Wisconsin. Haunted Midwest Ghost Tours presents Great Lakes Paranormal Conference on September 22nd through the 24th, 2023. We have some great speakers with Jason Hawes, Adam Berry, Sherry Benedetti, Lyle Blackburn, Shane Pittman, Sarah Lemos, Dave Schrader, Jeff Bellinger, along with Wisconsin's very own Chad Lewis. And many more will make this one of Wisconsin's most talked-about events. We have over 40 vendors and nighttime investigations at various haunted locations with special guests. Get your tickets now at GreatLakesParanormalConference.com and find us on Facebook under the same name. Choose from VIP, General Three Day, and day pass. Again, that's greatlakesparanormalconference.com
1: Have you done Great Lakes before, Dave?
0: I have not. Are you like so many others coming into abilities that you don't understand and unsure where to safely begin this journey of exploration? Well, award-winning psychic and medium Michelle Welch has the answers michelle welch is the author of the award-winning book the magic of connection stop cutting cords and learn to transform negative energy to live an empowered life in this book you'll learn how spirituality and intuition can help you heal your inner wounds while staying connected to the people that you love author michelle welch shows you how to work with the energies that connect all people And you'll learn to transform and transmute negative energy in ways that support your personal spiritual journey and help you reach a more powerful and meaningful life. In her newest book, Spirits Unveiled, a fresh perspective on angels, guides, ghosts, and more, Michelle teaches you how to identify and deal with the spiritual energy around you every day. Each chapter features a specific kind of spirit and teaches you how to sense its presence, identify and connect with it, and set the boundaries you may need, all while demystifying the process and making it easy and accessible to everyone, from the beginner to the expert. You'll learn how to understand elementals, connect with an ascended master, protect against psychic attacks, astral travel and more, providing meditations, visualizations, and inspiring stories. This book helps boost your intuition and spiritual experience. Unleash the real you. Get the books, The Magic of Connection, Stop Cutting Cords, and Learn to Transform Negative Energy to Live an Empowered Life, and Spirits Unveiled, a fresh perspective on angels, guides, ghosts, and more. Buy them now wherever you purchase your books or by using the link on today's program guide. Life is confusing enough. Why not make it easier with award winning help from Michelle Welch? Hey, welcome back to the program. This is the very best in paranormal programming. I am your host and lead anchor, Dave Schrader, joining me and filling in for the Colonel and the Paranormal Detective. We have the one, the only, hashtag Scotchy is here with us this evening. Good evening. Forget. You're in Boston. That's why you don't have your sketchy I am. shirt.
1: Yeah, I, I That is the problem indeed, sir. I apologize. Mm-hmm.
0: And as mm-hmm. you can see, I don't
1: have the beautiful shelf of paranormal books behind me.
0: That's why I went a little blander on this one too, so that our walls almost blend together. Like we're in different That's corners of the same room. Shh, we're not. You're in Boston. I'm in Minnesota and I'm heading off to Utah tomorrow. All right, Shashi. Yep. Okay. I've held the crowds back long enough. It is time for you to this is a nightmare scenario you're about to read for me. And, you know, I've been talking for years, the zombie apocalypse or AI is going to take over the earth and something just quickly leapt up ahead of those. And this may be the real problem.
1: Let's talk about monkey brains, Dave.
0: Monkey brains. Mm, Monkey brains.
1: Scientists used human genes, and these were not Levi's or Wrangler, to Mm -mm. make monkey brains bigger. (laughs) That's Mm -hmm. a great photo all right chimps are our closest living relatives but our brains are about three times the size of theirs presumably it is our larger human brains that make us the dominant species over
0: our primate cousins
1: but is size all that
0: matters dave well i've been told no but i always see it with a roll of the eyes so i'm not sure well, I think this is going to make a lot of sense to you then.
2: Okay. If we can, uh-huh.
1: if we can make a monkey's brain larger, will mm-hmm. that make the monkey smarter too? At one point, our brains were more than likely around the size of a current chimpanzee brain. However, over the course of human history, the brains of our ancestors tripled in size. Today, we have the largest and most complex brains of any living primate. For the first several million years of human evolution, the brain size of our ancestors only increased in small increments. This allowed them to do simple tasks like make primitive tools. I was going to make a Greg Lawson joke, but I won't. I'm going to hold that to later in the story. Um, mm-hmm. Around 800,000 years ago, however, the human brain suddenly began evolving rapidly, and it mm-hmm. continued to do so for the next 600,000 years. I don't know about you, 600, 800,000. That doesn't seem rapid to me, does it to you? Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-mm. no
1: I know it was a little bit elongated uh, yes. aside from this uh, aside from size one of the main differences between our brains and chimp brains lies in the temporal cortex now for the next 30 seconds or so I'm just going to give you my own understanding of things without reading the story okay so these are going to be my words. More okay,
0: so I can pull the picture down so we can watch you just no, don't please do that right there. Back up, that'd be great if you could. Um, Uh, Caesar's not amused, by the way. All
1: right, well done. Um, we have significantly more white matter in this Mm -hmm. region of the brain, the temporal cortex, which means that we have more connections between our nerve cells and a greater ability to process information. Many scientists, including myself. Consider the enlargement <laughs> and subsequent elaboration of this area of the brain to be the secret behind humans' mental abilities. But why, yes, you tell why us, did this happen? Mm-hmm. Why?
3: Why? What made,
1: what made what I like to call the neocortex grow? Now I'm not sure if that's the actual term that scientists use, but that's what I call it. Sure. That's why these researchers place human genes into monkeys to find out. Scientists have identified a specific gene that is unique to only humans. While they believe that a number of evolutionary factors led to the growth and development of the neocortex, the expression of this gene may have been what gave our brains the extra oomph they needed. Now, oomph is a technical term. It is very difficult to explain and to measure, but it means something very big. Okay. In this new study, researchers from Germany and Japan introduced this gene into the Mm -hmm. fetus of a marmoset monkey why mm. why to find mm. out if it would make their brains grow dave and the answer in short was yes all right now i'm going to go back online okay i'm going to start reading again that was all just yeah, me. Thanks. now we'll go back yeah. to the, story. Uh, mm-hmm. the gene caused the monkey fetus's neocortex to enlarge similarly mm-hmm. to the way humans did millions of years ago other mm. studies have shown this to work in mice and ferrets much smaller animals for those of you that aren't aware um, this time however was the first time scientists have used the gene in a non-human primate i don't like it kind of feels like greg's in between us doesn't it If you're looking at the screen
0: <laughs> no i'm just giving people a, a fair I'll warning of what's coming up with these uh with these different experiments yeah
1: uh, they, they also introduced in the same quantity as what is present in a typical human this essentially mm. solidifies the suggestion that this gene played a key role in our evolution as human beings. Dude. You've been saying it. You've been saying it.
0: You maniacs, you blew it up. <laughs> oh God. This is just Why are we to messing the apes with it? nonsense. Why? Mm. I got no answer, buddy. I just uh Who just thought, you know, I wonder if we could uh What if we could make a monkey's brain bigger? (laughs) That's what we need.
1: You know what? We We don't have 600,000
0: years. (laughs) Yeah, we don't have 600,000 years to wait for a monkey brain to grow on its own. Can we just uh, infuse some (laughs) genetic material into that and see what we can release? Mm -hmm. Look at somebody. Somebody's been reading the source. I'm going to use that. I'm going to use that all the time. And I'm going to use it so wrong. That's the best part. (laughs) That is... That is my favorite part. Uh, all right, we've got a we've got a creepy encounter to share as we wrap up this evening's show. <laughs> Ooh, I like that picture. After experiencing something traumatic, it's common for people to begin seeing terrible things on a normal day. One veteran had an unmatched paranormal experience after moving to a small town after a few years of serving overseas. He served in the Army and was deployed in Afghanistan for a while. It was a challenging time in his life, and he had put a lot of effort into readjusting to normal life when he left Afghanistan and moved to a small Pennsylvania town with his ex-wife. It was not a particularly safe town, as it used to be built around a prominent steel company. When that company went out of business, unemployment rates went up, as well as crime and general lawlessness. To make matters worse, Chachi, he and his ex-wife, whom he was still married to at the time, were not handling things well. Oh, began arguing often. Needless to say, it wasn't the best place for a veteran to adjust to a life after service, but the rent was cheap. Now, he would often take long walks around the neighborhood to avoid confrontation with his wife and clear his head. On one day... On one of his longer walks, he saw something that shook him to his core. Mm -hmm. I had made my escape and headed out into the poorly lit streets for at least three hours, he explained. After completing my sixth circuit, I decided that things had probably calmed down enough for me to try and get some sleep, as by this point it was already 4 a.m., and I was extremely tired and sore. As I turned the corner that led to my block's stretch of sidewalk, I suddenly saw a dark figure appear right outside the chain-link fence that surrounded my small front yard. At first, he thought he had seen a burglar, which wouldn't have been too surprising considering the town's crime rates. As he started back, the dark figure, a sudden wave of terror washed over him. Suddenly, it was starting to move. He found himself disoriented, as if he couldn't tell if he was going toward or away from the cloaked figure. And that's when time slowed down. But his heart began to race, and then he began to walk. I couldn't help it. My, My brain was screaming at my legs to stop. But they kept going as though they were being pulled by an unseen force. It was at this point I got a semi better look.
1: Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. I am. Uh, it can only be one thing. It's making you laugh.
0: No, I'm, I'm reading down, and uh, when I, you know how your brain starts to read ahead a little bit? Yep. Yeah, I, unlike most of you, catch myself before I was saying, I uh, I was looking at it and saw the word semi boner. <laughs> that was not the word. It all was right, so not the word. Be semi better oh. look. Yeah. Oh, that it was, was even like, yeah. close. <laughs> no, at this point, I got a semi better look at the individual, <laughs> though all I could really make out was his dark outline, despite him standing almost directly oh. under a street light. Nausea and panic set in as he continued to impulsively walk towards the strange figure. By the time they were only three houses apart from each other, he noticed the figure was wearing a hooded cloak, like something straight out of a horror movie. As he got closer to it, he saw the figure start waving the cloak rapidly. And he was suddenly convinced he was dealing with something paranormal, something inhuman. And then... Like my hairline, it vanished. Within seconds, it was completely gone from my line of sight, disappearing as quickly as it had come. It was immediately able to regain full control over my legs and overcome the nausea long enough to run up to my front door and pound on it until my ex let me in. She wasn't overly happy, but I could have cared less by this point. To this day, he's fully convinced he was dealing with something paranormal, something demon-like. Have you ever had a spooky encounter like this? Would you like us to share it on this very program? You know, I know you probably think it's hard, because how can you do that? Well, there are a few different ways. First of all, you can email me and say, Dave Schrader, put me on your damn show on a Wednesday night. Let me join the news crew and share my story live. Or... For those of you not quite as brave, you can send me an email, Dave at Paranormal60.com. That's Dave at Paranormal60.com. Send me your story and we'll read it on an upcoming program right here on the Paranormal60. Can I read it? Yes. Can I read it? No. (laughs) Okay. I'll tell you what. You put it to pop, <laughs> folks. Whoever you want to read these stories. No, 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 no. You've dropped the, You've thrown oh, no. the gauntlet. I, I won. <laughs> yeah, you just write on the top. For Chachi to read live <laughs> or to Dave to read live. Or if you're you know, into self-immoliation, maybe the colonel to read live. Uh, and we will get that done. We are going to work on trying to have Marty join us from Hawaii at some point, right? We are, we are. It's like a uh, five or six hour swing behind us though, right? uh, Five, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. So like when we're doing the show at, you know, nine o'clock central, it's, you know, it's dinner time for the Colonel. Yeah. Yeah. It's like three o'clock Denny's, uh, senior (laughs) citizen early bird special. So we we can't be sure he's Uh, not taking and and partaking in that.
1: Well, just real quick. Last time I screwed up and, and said about making shirts and that kind of backfired. So maybe uh-huh. we shouldn't do this story thing you just brought up. No, well, I don't think it was my idea.
0: Wasn't no, my idea. No, it's too late. It's too, too late. late. If you I see people story. busting
1: open their thesauruses right now, just <laughs> oh, finding the, the longest thing. words they can. You
0: get. don't even need to do that. Now you just highlight a word and then hit the thesaurus <laughs> deal on your, and it'll give you much bigger, broader words. Is to that have right? To say. I yeah. Didn't know that. Speaking of bigger and broader words, did you know that Chachi has a wife? <laughs> Believe it or
1: not, it's true. <laughs> poor beautiful it,
0: woman. She's written two books, The Haunted Harlequin, which is about the Haunted Harlequin Theater in San Antonio, Texas, and her other book, Conflicted Reality, My Paranormal Journey, with a foreword by Dave Schrader. Both books are out and available. Chachi, where could people find those books, should they feel so inclined? I would go to Amazon.com or the app. Oh, And that's the best way to find the haunted Harlequin or conflicted reality. My paranormal journey. I feel like you're baiting me. Not at all. Is there a better place? (laughs) Who else would be good at doing it? I have been told I am a master baiter when it comes to these situations.
1: No kidding. Yeah. By -hmm. by lots of friends and family.
0: Lots of friends. Yeah. Yeah. Almost to a fault. Some people say the way you bait me. Unbelievable. Hey, uh, that's it. Believe it or not, I think we now see the anchors to our problem. We still did six, seven stories. Same
1: number we always do.
0: One hour in and out with commercials. I even had to stretch a couple times there. We chatted, uh, right? Yeah. I made a a goofy mistake.
1: I'm now going to have the worst stories I've ever been given in the next couple weeks. Oh, yes. Thank you. Oh.
0: Yeah. So you're welcome, world. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, the colonel and uh, and the paranormal detective, apparently the anchors around our necks. And uh, it should be obvious by Greg's purple head that he is... <laughs> dragging an anchor on some of these episodes. We love you guys. Take care, and let me remind you as well, Greg does have a brand new book out called Messages from Mothman, Interpretations of Premonitions and Other Paranormal Experiences. You can also find that on the Amazon. Look up Greg Lawson. You'll find all of his books there, but Messages from Mothman is the newest book, and it's out and available now, and if you could do us a favor, please rate and review all of the books you hear on this show, and remember to rate and review the show if you're watching it live right now on youtube as soon as the show's over go in and put in some comments make sure to hit that like button hit the bell to subscribe and then choose all so that you never miss another moment of the very best in paranormal programming how do i know it to be true because my mom said so and she hardly ever lies to me thank you all for tuning in and spending some time with chachi and i we will be back to do the news the last weekend or last week of the month, I believe is when I'm back. It's
1: a lot of time to write those stories, folks.
0: <laughs> yeah. So send your real life paranormal encounters to at paranormal, 60.com. Denote right on them, which one of us you want to read that story and send them our way. I will be filtering and forwarding them on to Chachi as soon as they come through. So you can choose either me, the Colonel, the paranormal Dick or And that is short for detective. That's old, old timey slang or chachi or as I like to call them, hashtag scotchy now.
1: Yeah. I'm going to be so stressed for the upcoming weeks. Just knowing what folks are writing.
0: Oh my gosh. Yeah. So send them, send your stories. We want to hear them right here on the very best (laughs) in paranormal programming. This is the paranormal 60 news.
2: I'm alone the paranormal 60s on it's just for paranormal freaks like me with poltergeists and ghosts and losing you babies you miss a word you do a shot it starts a snowball and we laugh a lot it's just like drinking with your TV friends I'll be bested out before tonight's show ends dreaming the aliens are taking me away I'll go wake up for something late on Saturday Wednesday night and I'm alone The paranormal 60s on Schrader's on Schrader's on Schrader's on, on. Shachi and the Colonel and the paranormal He's traitors copy and they all won't be corrected. He's got protected, racist, and some crazy magic tricks. Even Scully cannot save him from the voice of Stevie Nicks. on. Twisty night, don't be alone. The paranormal 60s are on. now. One day they might even put me on a show. There's a ghost in my my but man. I live down there, I know. Twisty night, don't be alone. The paranormal 60s are. Schrader's on. Words is hard.